listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hip-hop is prosecution evidence, the out-of-court settlement, ass-face for liquor, sick with the benefits, luxury tenements choking the skyline, this low life getting top high, getting treetop high. Here's, here there's a black backwater remedy, bitter intent to memory, a class E felony, facing the death penalty, uh, stimulant and sedative, original, repetitive, violently competitive, a school uncredited, the break beats you get broken with on time and inappropriate hip-hop went from selling crack to smoking it medicine for loneliness remind me of Thelonious and dizzy proper to be boys getting busy hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and we're in the house on a monday oh programming note and we're all sad about this but no janelle james tomorrow she got booked uh and you know the money is the money you know come on get your coins boo we'll see you next time but mm-hmm. we'll be around yep we'll figure something out but um until then you got me and karen uh the blackout tips yeah, of course do. we'll be doing our thing the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh today's podcast is brought to you by loot crate that's right loot crate is trying to hook you up for july you only have 10 more days mm-hmm. if you want to get this month's crate it's gonna have a bunch of delicious goodies in it yes. and you're gonna want to get some all you got to do is go to lootcratecom slash tbgwt enter code tbgwt and you can get three dollars off of any new subscription uh loot crate has all kinds of stuff all kinds of items that come in there man exclusive stuff you can't get anywhere else mm-hmm. for less than twenty dollars a month you get six to eight items i'm talking you get a, a monthly t-shirt uh you know and if you get different boxes you can get other stuff in them like gear like socks Action like figures right i was wearing my uh my uh steven universe underwear the other day i mean it's it's so many he had all the memes out <laughs> it's so many things that you could do with your loot crate you want don't you want to be looking spiffy have your yams out yes sir uh so yeah make sure you guys do that and um it's also brought to you by um a little bit uh sexier sponsor which i should have pulled up some music for i just realized uh you know what let me uh pull some up right now um while spotify takes its time okay <laughs> you know what happened to spotify lately is just decided to to, right, to slow it. the fuck down um also i didn't click on that why is it oh shit <laughs> i didn't click on that i was not trying to play any kendrick lamar with that um all right how about um um how about this there we go Adam and Eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom. And they are going to back up that promise. And y'all going to back it up together. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Go to adamandeve.com and you'll get 50% off for almost any item when they enter when you enter offer code TBGWT in the checkout box. Um and they have a bunch of good items i'm talking uh listen i don't know what you guys are into double-sided dildos okay i'm not i'm not you know i I mean hitachi every woman should get the hitachi in her life you know what i'm saying 
uh treat yourself is what i'm trying to say um you know they also got uh all kinds of lingerie ergonomic pillows and stuff you know how people have sex like oh my back always painting me mom well you can you can got something for that they trying to help you out they trying to prop you up in the right direction mm-hmm. and if you act now you also get the big o kit and everybody loves the big o adam and Eve's big o kit includes that exclusive climax gel a mini vibrator as well um and in addition to all that they give free shipping i mean damn what else are you waiting on okay get your thing right um so yeah make sure you guys do that it's uh you know it's only for a limited time so get that new adult toy that naughty movie or almost anything else and you go you know you had your eyes on some things mm-hmm for 50 percent off uh when you put in code tvgwt at adamandeve.com free shipping and the big o kit which includes the climax gel and a mini vibrator so get off come through d'angelo we don't know what you're saying Mm-mm. but it's dope Mm-mm. whatever it is uh all right all kinds of news and stuff going on in the world today and i figured we would talk about it soon okay. also a ton of racism my god oh shit racism so much, on fleek so much racism i don't even know where to start with all this right this sism um this sism is sizzling yeah well, there's all kinds of stuff to talk about uh let's talk about some politics up front okay uh former obama national security advisor said there's no doubt the ex-president should have done more to stop russia hacks this is the this is the thing they've been trying to pin on obama for a while which is this idea that he should have basically known the future he should have known hillary clinton was gonna lose uh even though every poll had her winning he should have known that it didn't matter if republicans were gonna not support him and it didn't matter if the half the fucking country would have said he was rigging the election for hillary clinton by alleging russia was hacking without enough evidence uh to really say what they were doing with the hacks and it ain't <laughs> like he didn't go to congress and senate and they was like fuck you nigga no we ain't doing no investigation here's a, you know the, the part that bothers me the most out of all this shit everybody knew right of all the things to say like this is the weakest of the like i'm gonna go after obama things because there's things you can go after obama on sure but of the things that go after him on this is literally like grasping at straws for me because um uh hillary clinton got on stage and told everybody if you want to vote for a person that's a puppet of russia vote for this dude you know uh barack obama came out several times and discussed the fact that russia was hacking us uh there were there were all kinds of um confirmation from security people that were like hey the dnc was hacked overseas from russia it's that thing with americans where they can't and and it comes out of this all the time this is i know y'all get tired of me saying this this is probably why i'm so cynical it's probably why i'm so pragmatic about politics and i don't really like i would not define myself as any level of a radical is because i don't believe in people this is people doing what people do making a horrible decision and going back and going i had nothing to do with me I, look man if he would have just said we was hacked i would have known to vote for the right person like you knew 
all this shit was out there none of this all this information that's out coming out now it's not new information it doesn't change anything Mm-mm. it's all stuff that people knew and speculated about during the time people just didn't give a fuck correct you know people still don't give a fuck i i asked on twitter and facebook and y'all don't write in because i don't i asked and i got my answers but i was like what the fuck is this nothing burger shit that i keep hearing people talk about with russia on the left and it's it's this thing where they go well it's it's a nothing burger nobody like they want to tie trump to russia but there's nothing there there's no because they want to just pin it solely on hillary clinton barack obama and the left they wanted to be about the fact that uh bernie sanders should have been the uh the nominee despite losing the fucking vote to hillary clinton in the primary it's it's a nothing burger no conspiracy no nothing nothing to see here no ties to russia at all no nothing backdoor nothing and i'm like that's that's america like people that talk like like that's america just these people that are like closing my eyes putting my hands over my ears i don't want to hear anything anybody else has to say it's only this way because this is the way i feel that's america too and um yeah so this 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 like uh revisionist history where barack obama knew russia hacked the, the world america did nothing said nothing and just went oh well it that's the new wave and that's just what it's gonna be uh but um yeah it, it, it but he's not the first person to say this but you know this is a person that you know was uh selected by you know nominated by barack obama and and still chose to say that um he said obama was elected to hit back too hard against russia despite the fact that russia was attacking a fundamental element of our democracy because he was worried that republicans would accuse him of using national security apparatus for partisan gain which is later which also was later what the fbi actually did you know comey who's no longer employed but yeah that's exactly what he did later um and now he gets to be like i don't know i mean what well, i'm the, i'm y'all i'm everybody's biggest friend i'm trying to take down trump and you're like nah you 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 ensured there would be a trump you know uh donald Lund is the first top obama administration official to go on public with crit- his criticism of obama handling on the russian hacks although one anonymous former official told the washington post he felt as though the administration had choked and responded to the attacks so but yeah i think that's interesting um uh an interesting way to view it and to try to go after you know i've also seen that level that hillary clinton too like she didn't do enough to let us know that russia was hacking it's like y'all knew that russia hacked the dnc y'all knew that uh all the emails that were coming out y'all all that shit hacking came from russia y'all you like you you knew wikileaks was leaking shit in an agenda like that's the other thing when things were leaked is it not coincidental that tr- nothing of trump's is leaked nothing of the rnc is leaked nothing of bernie sanders is leaked like it's it's just it's it's amazing and and i mean the french shut the shit down before the election because they were like yeah uh we don't want no uh bullshit hacking leaks like that people have to sort through the fucking data at the last minute to make a vote like we don't want to deal with that they even like they were more savvy because they you know saw what happened here uh i think they even made up fake news to uh, for for the hackers to leak and be wrong so they could be like yep we put that out just to confuse them um that and that mm-hmm. they law was like i think so many hours before the election like just, just shut down yeah like, that's a law over there uh obama makes uh the second thing about obama obama makes his official return to politics with the party for mega donors to fund redistricting drive for dems 
um so you know trump's in paris uh president obama steps back into the spotlight because he's young he's not retiring right away and mm-hmm. shit um which is one of the reasons i do feel like uh some democrats feel like it's time to kind of take him down and make him I, I i don't know it feels like they think they can knock his popularity but it doesn't really matter what people think the people that don't like him are very few and far between no matter how vocal they are on the left or the right there's not enough of them uh he still is more popular than any other political candidate that um is in the field or any politician that's in the field um so uh he's going to have some say uh and i actually appreciate what he's doing with this effort because it's something that infuriates me about the democratic party and really the left even even bernie sanders and all them too and even the green party they don't talk about or do anything about voter suppression they don't do anything about redistricting it's the most of their talking points are about either russia or they're about um you know working white middle class voters and who just feel passionate and need to be catered to um barack obama comes back to the scene and the first thing is like what do we do to redistrict this shit because we know that that's how republicans are winning these elections they're just putting the black vote and the young vote into these quadrants where they where they can hurt them the least and he's like we have to raise money to fight that effort um he will appear alongside his former attorney general eric holder who's chairing the effort the house minority leader nancy pelosi uh democratic uh you know democrat california according to politico the closed door event will take place at a private dc residence reporters are not attended uh invited to attend right fuck y'all the issue of redistricting or jeremy i don't I, yeah i don't care if they attend or not to be honest but you know um the the issue of redistricting or gerrymandering when it's done in a more sinister fashion will be obama's primary concern in his post-presidency according to holder who talked about the democrats effort in january to the new york times shortly before obama left office he thinks and i think that this is something that threatens our democracy holder told the newspaper we have a system now where the politicians are picking their voters as opposed to voters making selections about who they want to represent them the democrats plan to challenge the current map in three ways according to the group's website they'll look to down ballot races in states where legislators draw the maps they'll put money toward legal challenges and they'll work to put ballot initiatives on the ballots in states that where it's permitted a ballot initiative was used in california for instance to create a commission made up of five democrats and five republicans and four commissioners from neither major party to redraw the districts uh in many states whichever party has a majority of the state legislator holds the ball obama received the brunt of the blame for democrats deep losses especially at the state level during his eight years in the white house he also had to contend with an entrenched republican house following the 2010 midterm elections both those points likely compelled the ex-president to take this issue on the thursday evening affair will mark the first truly political event that obama has participated in since leaving the white house in january since then obama has traveled the world on several family vacations while giving occasional speeches he's been a critic of trump's though he has often expressed his concerns in a low-key way for instance when trump announced he was pulling out of the u.s out of the paris climate agreement in june obama released a statement knocking the administration for rejecting the future uh obama said that in the absence of american leadership state cities and businesses would step up obama is also expected to hit the campaign trail in the fall to support virginia's democratic gubernatorial candidate ralph northrum 
uh i mean northam in a uh, purple state race that will be closely watched although these off-year races don't necessarily predict the party strength going into the midterms after a string of losses democrats will take what they can get likely building it as a good side if northam beats republican ed gillespie uh gillespie in a uh, uh a former chairman to the of the republican national committee and once prominent dc lobbyist so yeah he's i guess using his ground game um we'll see what happens in my opinion which is what they don't want it's like and it's sad but it's like everybody's afraid of obama mm-hmm. like you got the republicans going fuck that nigga you got the democrats going fuck that nigga because hey the money that these big donors is giving to them they could get us you know you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. he's so popular that no matter what they do or what they say they can't knock his popularity like and i think that frightens him because whoever he uh goes through and picks and decide hey this is whoever uh up and coming because you're probably gonna have a few people that are gonna be up and coming they're frightened because they go well if obama put his stamp of approval on it i'm in trouble right um yeah we'll see y'all need to be doing something yeah we'll see what happens because i mean this is the kind of shit that endears people to uh him and not some of these other politicians that claim to want the black vote and shit because redistricting is huge for this and voter suppression are the major two issues in my opinion that should have been handled coming out of 2016 everybody's talking about other shit you know hillary clinton is talking about the sexism and misogyny and shit that lost her the uh election in her in her opinion and i I mean i agree with her i do think that's what really lost it for but you know it's still not voter suppression it's still not um it's still not redistricting it's still not um you know the idea of, of who can vote and how it disproportionately affects black people and shit like it's still not that so and I, like i said i don't really care for any leadership that's talking about other shit right now nope it just doesn't mm-hmm. none of it lands with me i'm not saying it doesn't land with other black people and other folks in general bernie's talking to us they don't land with me they mean nothing to me you know oh look it's me and dennis kucinich or whatever the fuck that I dude's name is we're we gonna be talking in a town hall tonight i'm like none of that matters to anybody dog like maybe yeah like how about something that like instead of talking about how trump voters aren't bad how about you talk about how we get uh my vote to count um anyway uh miss south africa has sparked a fury uh when she wore gloves to meet orphans who have hiv as she served them soup Mm Mm-hmm. what yeah she uh she wore gloves and apparently it caused a lot of uh internet backlash i know it did uh, how did she think it spread it uh she's uh she has sparked fury after she was pictured handing out food to orphans with hiv while wearing gloves demi lynn nails nail peters who is mixed race strongly denied these claims that uh you know because they accused her of racism from uh angry people on social media after the images of charity event johannesburg marriage oh yeah visually that doesn't look good yeah she said look i'm not racist uh she said she wore the gloves for hygiene reasons because she was handling food uh it came after she was criticized online with people claiming she was afraid to touch the children with disease at the soup uh with the disease at the soup kitchen or she was wearing gloves to touch black children um one twitter user wrote someone balance me real quick why is miss south africa wearing gloves 
wear the glove wear the wear the gloves necessary please explain uh another wrote not convinced you deserve to be miss south africa feeding orphans wearing gloves i.e shame uh but in the video message released on twitter she said that her intentions uh were misread and she apologized any offense uh that may have been caused uh she said i just want to clear something up all the volunteers on the site wore gloves because we were told it was the right thing to do while working with food and we were handing out food to young kids uh that was our only intention with wearing gloves to be as hygienic as possible i really feel that my intentions were completely misunderstood to me the moral of the story is that 300 kids got a proper warm lunch and they got that with or without the gloves so i am a bit sad my intentions were taken completely wrong and i can apologize if i offended anybody uh so then it started a miss sa challenge hashtag on twitter and people started taking pictures of themselves doing shit in gloves people the same all over the world yeah they is <laughs> they, really they will t- find a job anything they really turned it into a roast off of uh a misunderstanding it seems like a misunderstanding at least now, in my opinion now that's a misunderstanding visually it looks bad but that's a misunderstanding also like what a lot of people don't know is that you're more dangerous with your diseases and and germs to to these to these kids than they are to you yeah because their um um, immune system isn't as strong as yours yeah like maybe people feel bad or something or feel awkward about it but the truth of the matter is if you're making food for kids that have uh you know autoimmune diseases and right uh or uh, you know have hiv they're more susceptible to your shit your shit could kill them not the other way around right. really you don't want to make i mean sick. yeah it's not like y'all are shaking hands with with blood coming out of it or some shit like right. this is just a matter of uh um you know it's, it's it's it literally could be about the kids i think you know it just looked bad right and people don't give a fuck mm-hmm. but yeah this person said hashtag miss usa challenge was at work i mean miss sa challenge was at work minding my own business but then i remember hygiene first and she typing on a keyboard with glove uh, with plastic gloves uh another person he's oven mitts to wash their clo- a load of, of, of laundry ah! let, me, let me do some laundry get in on the hygiene challenge cat ca- car miss sa uh miss sa challenge uh hashtag uh another person use gloves to make themselves a uh, hot drink <laughs> just, just, uh it's like nothing everything's serious on twitter and nothing serious right you know well, that's uh that's that's pretty that's funny. it don't matter what language you speak they were like oh we we got a roast going on republicans in several states are lowering the minimum wage the minimum wage right you heard that lowering the minimum wage with the political world focused on the health care battle republicans in at least four states seek to cut wages while journalists and political junkies are focused on the latest implosion of the gop effort to repeal obamacare and gut medicaid conservatives in several states have been working to decrease the minimum wage that businesses can pay for to their workers in missouri republicans just passed a law overturning a local measure passed by the city of st louis that had raised the minimum wage to ten dollars an hour the new law will prohibit counties and cities within missouri from creating their own minimum wage laws it will also roll back the st louis minimum hourly wage to the statewide floor of seven dollars and seventy cents notably governor eric greetings 
a uh, republican refused to sign the law even though he spoke out in favor of it under the missouri constitution bills passed by both houses of the state assembly automatically become law in a news conference june 30th he focused on procedural objections to the bill he faulted the republican controlled senate for utilizing the procedural loophole to block a democratic filibuster of the measure which had prevented it from being voted on until the final day of the chamber's legislative session they do some shady shit boy i disapprove of the way politicians handled this he said uh that's why i won't be signing my name to their bill the governor's refusal to sign the law was interpreted as an act of cowardice by some democrats signing it would have shown the fact that he is heartless and that he really doesn't care about the working poor said senator jamila nasheed uh so what he didn't want to do is sign a bill to take money out of the pockets of those who already have an increase but still do so during the senate delay the city ordinance went into effect on may 5th it's unclear how many local businesses will reduce their employees wages to seven dollars and seventy cents after paying a higher rate of ten dollars missouri is not the only state where republicans elected republican elected officials have successfully targeted minimum wage laws until recently such an action seemed like a conservative pipe dream thanks to years long hollowing out of the democratic party in rural and ex-urban areas however right-wing politicians have become able to pursue policies that were worse impossible welcome to north carolina the gop effort in missouri came on the, on the heels of an earlier success in march when iowa republicans managed to roll back mandatory pay increases passed by local jurisdictions it was the first time such a law had ever been passed according to the national employment law project a liberal nonprofit group that supports higher minimum wage laws uh so yeah iowa did it um <laughs> I, uh, yeah kentucky uh advocates for lowering minimum wage have also had success using the using lawsuits in october kentucky supreme court overturned the 2014 louisville ordinance that would have raised the city's minimum wage to nine dollars an hour it, this is amazing because like a city a local as much as they talk about states rights and local politicians and shit in a city if you go hey we would like the people in our city to make a higher living wage right because it one you know it costs more to live in those cities mm-hmm. especially the larger cities they come in and smash it down and what's amazing is that even in these red states and it's one of the reasons that uh uh i get supremely upset at some um some of the liberal people that shit on like the south like we don't have any democrats down here like we don't live here too like we don't you know like we're not fighting this fight too anyway um the liberal people are normally in cities like normally where there's because that's where you have more different races you'd have more people fighting for gender equality that's where your lgbtq folks normally go Mm -hmm. to major cities and shit like that and they rule normally more closer to uh more to the left and so they do things like hey like in charlotte hey look we don't want a law where a person can't has to go to the bathroom of their gender they can use whatever bathroom they want we also raise the minimum wage here when that happened and what happens north carolina the state all these rural red cities and towns and smaller people smaller they have any secret fucking meetings overnight and shit right all these like biggies and shit come together and they push back and that's how you end up with states where it's like wow what's happening down there seattle passed this law but then washington state changed this now that's a bad example because it's you know more liberal up there but still in general that's what's happening to a lot of these places you know uh louisville passes something like let's you know help people out you know and and the thing is 
i i think it's motivated by race because like i said these cities are where the black and brown people are right so it's like oh that brown person living in louisville is gonna be making more per hour than me living in hit town usa and i'm white hell no we got we got to strip that down we got to take that back so yeah man um they are lowering literally lowering minimum wage state by state yeah because the thing is what people fail to realize actually they don't want to pay people let's just keep that real the foundation of this country is off of free labor when you fight against minimum wage and you lower wages to minimum wage you actually saying nigga if we could go lower we would if we if if your ass could come and work for uh pennies or you uh or we can exchange cows we would that's what the fuck you're saying you don't care about the people because the long run is this is no it does not benefit anybody you lower buying power you 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 you, you decrease um gdp in the area like this affects a lot of shit people can't purchase things they can't buy things they can't go out to eat they can't go out to movies you you decrease spending power when you do this people become homeless people lose their vehicles like people can't go grocery shopping like you affect a lot of shit from making these laws some people are barely making it because truth be told ten thousand hour ain't shit but you get taxed in certain parts of this country you can't survive ten thousand hour in certain parts of the country you are actually in poverty mm-hmm. um let's see what else we got here uh uh terrified easy jet passengers left so frightened one vomited when a pilot told them there was only a 50 50 chance of both engines working horrified passengers jet flight were left so frightened one vomited when a pilot told them there's a 50 50 chance of both engines working the stunned holiday makers were on the tarmac at malaga airport in spain when the captain asked for a vote of whether or not they would like to remain on the plane or get off oh i'm off nigga patent to say the unmanned the unnamed pilot told them there was a high chance that only one engine would be working you ain't gonna kill me up in the sky that's a little too easy on that easy jet for me okay uh easy jet said the pilot was asking passengers if they wanted to get off the plane while the issue was fixed and stressed that under no circumstances would a pilot attempt to fly with one engine but the news which came after the flight had already been delayed for 40 hours was too alarming for some passengers who were thrown into a panic the tourists were supposed to fly to bristol on thursday but did not board the plane until saturday damn wow cancel all your plans for several days a three-day delay holy shit still at the boarding gate the pilot came out of the cockpit to explain the situation and asked for a show of hands the passenger eventually flew back on a replacement aircraft later that day uh passenger terry hill said he said we could stay on the plane we've been on it waiting for an hour at this point and been in malaga for two nights extra already and he'd see or he'd see if we would be allowed to get off again at this point there was a bit of mutiny on the plane an awful lot of shouting and people crying and demanding to get off right there were about 12 people that wanted to stay on but the rest of us wanted to get off mother of four gentlemen who you and you and that pilot can all die together yeah uh well they i guess they just wanted to wait it out while they repaired it oh just wait on the plane while mm-hmm. they repaired it no mm-hmm. people mm-mm. yeah that's uh yeah show of hands uh how many people want to uh, want there's a 50 50 chance that one engine be working uh how many people want to stay on the plane uh okay uh how many people say no 
and then just a bunch of people get me the fuck off of this shit no it went to a ruckus throwing up looking like fucking airplane (laughs) pulling that pulling beating each other up trying to pull that shit off of the overhead right uh yeah that's wild man make a decision just tell us to get off the plane dog that's that's right you didn't have to tell us that um indiana republican apologizes sort of for a pro-gun how not to be a rape victim facebook post i'm sure that went well doesn't that always go good guys it's a thing you want to do a republican state lawmaker for of course a man uh because you know men just they know so much about how not to be raped you know how men are experts in that being that we make up most of the people that are doing the raping a republican state lawmaker from indiana 69th district is apologized after posting a copy of a letter he wrote to the indianapolis star newspaper telling women that if they are armed with guns it can mitigate their chances of being violently assaulted however the state representative blamed his critics for twisting his words and insisted women need to share the responsibility for preventing rapes it's like we both raped the both it's like we both participated in your rape Mm-mm. so okay i got a gun now what he beat me then shoot me take some responsibility you don't have a gun you didn't have a gun so this is like both of us are in on this rape together Mm-mm. that's it that's his point Mm-mm. that that is essentially what he is saying no we, we he still has a job he has not been he doesn't have to resign he's not that's not something you can be impeached for on saturday representative jim lucas offered a lukewarm apology letter saying he was getting publicly excoriated for hijacking a discussion on sexual assault to push his pro-gun agenda last week responding to a june 4th article about an assault survivor in the star lucas who believes that licenses should not be required to carry concealed weapons uploaded photos he'd taken of a handwritten letter to the newspaper saying women who own guns are learning how not to be a victim you know another part that's interesting with this is um you know he's talking just about white women of course of course like it's still mm-hmm. fucked up no matter who you're talking about but right you know in his mind uh just the same way that he i guarantee this dude didn't have shit to say about philando castile you know because all you're talking about is a license to carry a concealed weapon or not that's it he's saying you shouldn't have to have a license to do it you should just be able to have a concealed weapon that's that's his somehow he got from that to and also if women don't have guns they're kind of be raped what does that say about men that you as a man think an unarmed woman is essentially responsible partially for her sexual assault a lot of men feel like that right but what does that say about men like we always skip to women like what does it say about women what does it say about every fucking man on this planet if you think that what does that say you ain't shit dog you know what i mean because then you're gonna turn around and get mad if women say something bad about men it's gonna be world war seven but what does it say when we accept the idea that an unarmed woman is essentially uh some liable to some extent for her sexual assault anyway do the math um an official indiana house of representatives let on official indiana house of representatives letterhead he wrote after reading your front page article on sunday in the sunday star uh about the tragedy of rape it would be nice to see a follow-up article about the thousands of huger women that are taking steps and learning how not to be a victim angry protests flooded post comments uh section 
um sending lucas into a days long fit of defiant self-pity lamenting the hatred directed at him for suggesting that women who have been raped only have themselves to blame but for not owning a gun he blamed his critics for overreacting to what he insists was just a suggestion offered to women in the spirit of helpfulness did nobody ask for your fucking suggestion could have said nothing dog oh come on yeah people love people love to do that too where it's like dude we absolutely know exactly what you said and there's a reason a lot of people are mad like there's like sometimes people will say something and and this is a good rule of thumb if like it's a couple people mad i'm like okay yeah that you know for the most part people understood what this person was saying and these handful of people are willfully taking it out of context to try to like get you know to 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 score a point in an argument or to make them look bad they just don't like that motherfucker that happens all the time um when it's most people looking at you going what the fuck when it's a big ass outright uppouring uh outpouring of people that are mad you fucked up dog like it ain't a misunderstanding that's you that's what you said that's why people are mad you're not the victim in this uh, this isn't you and one person this isn't you said something and a thousand people heard it but five people got mad no nigga everybody mad it's you uh, I've been publicly excoriated over my recent attempt to bring light to this subject, educate people on the subject. <laughs> they always think they educating somebody. How, what was educational about what you said? What statistics did you use? What? uh on the subject what they can do to empower themselves to, mit- or to mitigate their chances of being violently assaulted i use the word victim which has been used for centuries and has a plainly worded dictionary de- definition and was used in the headline of the indie star yet i was claimed as victim blaming if it went downhill from there well you were victim blaming and you literally de- text with definition yeah the, if someone says that person's a victim of sexual assault they're not victim blaming if you say that person's a victim of sexual assault because they didn't wear the right clothes that night you are victim blaming see how those are both using the term victim now i know some people prefer survivor but that's the reason that the article wasn't called victim blaming and used the word victim and your ass was because you was actually victim blaming it's not that not that complicated i don't Mm-mm. think Mm-mm lucas wrote that he spoke to the author of the indiana star article and we both grew and gained from this but that there are others who would rather just hate for what i wrote yeah i'd like to hear their side of it yeah we both it's like we both really learned a lot from each other in that conversation mm-mm, mm-mm. i wonder if they would say that the author of that the, uh, that article probably was like uh if you don't get off my phone come on if my words appeared insensitive it was certainly unintentional mm-hmm. and he insisted that the onus on preventing rapes be taken off of boys and men and shared equally between attackers and their victims people are demanding that we educate boys and men about respecting women and teach them that rape is bad yet this episode shows how those who do try to discuss sensitive issue can have their words twisted and get attacked of course men the real victims of women being sexually assaulted yeah and like i said and i know when i say this you know people think i'm irrational and illogical but when you say shit like this my first question is are you a rapist mm-hmm. like but I, I don't care are you a rapist no well then what the fuck are you talking about uh that's the thing nobody is a rapist right like everybody like all these people got stories about uh being sexually assaulted but no men have stories about sexually assaulting anyone even though we know that quite often people who are sexually assaulted don't file charges those people when they do file charges those uh people do not go to jail 
quite often they're not it's it's very difficult to convict someone of a sexual assault in a he said she said thing often sexual assault occurs between people that you know and trust so i like i'm real when i hear a story of a dude talking about the time that he was accused i often think like you might have you might have did it you know like why should i assume that you didn't do it because you telling me about it because like i said it's i would like to hear their side of the story and how this happened because it's like we're we have to assume at this point that no men are going to come out and say they did this shit that's just what it is you know so when people just start throwing out like you know i don't believe these bitches because i was accused of rape i'm like eh. the way you talk about women the shit you say i don't know accused of or did you know like just like how i'm supposed to trust you listen to how you talk um anyway uh you said is there any wonder that people don't want to discuss this issue and it remains off limits yeah there's a reason that that you shouldn't be discussing this and that's because you're apologizing for rapists and blaming victims so how is that hard to understand i don't know it's not it's not um amelia clark says oh well actually you know what this can this can actually count for our, our next segment might as well start fucking with black people now um <laughs> I was about to read it in the regular news and I was like, actually, you know what? It's fucking with me. Oh, yeah. I'm already fucking with it. Yeah, We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to talk about the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We find different articles make us feel fucked with. And we assign point scores from 0 to 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Uh, today's contestants, everybody. Hey. All right. Let's get into it. Um, Amelia Clark, who you may know from Game of Thrones, she's uh, the Khaleesi. Mm-hmm. Daenerys. Uh, Targaryen she says uh sexism is like dealing with racism uh Amelia clark last time i checked is a white woman she recently spoke out about what it's like to be a woman in hollywood with some with what some might consider a pretty eyebrow raising comparison while speaking to the rolling stone with rolling stone the game of thrones actors rattled off some of the ways female actresses are treated differently from their male counterparts Amelia pointed out that women often have fewer lines than their male co-stars even when they are cast in a leading role or that they have to be on set for longer hours than the guys because of hair and makeup amelia went on to claim that this kind of sexism is like dealing with racism she explains you're aware of it but one day you go oh my god it's everywhere like you suddenly wake up to it and you go wait a fucking second are you treating me differently because i got a pair of tits is that actually happening it took me a really long time to see that i do get treated differently but i look around and that's my daily life uh Hmm. what do you think Cam? it's not the same uh yeah okay okay i don't think mm. they could be comparison don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but it's not the same mm. because these problems you got imagine having them problems and being called a nigga and you know coming in there and they not knowing what the fuck to do with your hair or have your ass looking at Let's rise. Oh, shit. What is going on? I didn't say do that. 
this autoplay is killing me anyway um yeah, it's, it's 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 not the same and you speaking mm-hmm. like that and you making those comparisons shows uh your privilege let's just keep that wrong it, it, it literally shows your in my opinion it shows your your privilege to want to make those comparisons because there's, there's nothing wrong with saying that women are not treated right and women are not treated equally okay yeah I, I mean i understand that but once you say that it's the same as racism you it, it put like this if you say it you need to have a found you need to have foundation explain you can't be like oh it's the same it's not i find it interesting because she never said it was the same she said it's like dealing with racism so i personally um agree with her you know now some parallels yes here's the thing she's white she don't know what racism feels like Mm-mm. i'm a man i don't know what sexism feels like you're the only one that knows what both of those things feel like combined so um what she says it's like i think that's kind of the way i view the world like one of the reasons that i that i kind of uh see certain like things through certain lenses because i look at my life and i go okay this is how being black has affected me you know and then i look at things i'm like so being a woman while not the same i can see how that would be fucked up you know what i mean like uh how must it feel to be a woman and have to watch tv and see three men talk about rape and no women in the panel and no women to talk about it all right correct well that's not much i'm just saying comparatively that must it must be what i the same way i feel when i see cnn bring on three white people to talk about racism you know what i mean so i think there is a like to it you know there is a this is like that this is like now i just think the way she described it sounded like she was comparing them i mean she but here's what i'm saying the way she described it is not my understanding of how i feel about racism like this whole i woke up to it your life must be pretty fucking good to wake up to it now that's the only thing you know what i mean like racism is something that black kids wake up to we like you get that that wake up call so fucking early you don't even get to be a kid and all like sometimes you're just like why am i being treated different i'm in the same kindergarten as these other kids but somehow the teacher singles me out somehow i'm considered bad i'm the one in detention we just get that call so much earlier in life and our parents do so much to try to protect us from that in different cases that prepares for that in other ways but like the idea of being like i wasn't really up on this sexism thing until i was working in hollywood and i realized this shit is fucked up that's that's the only part of it that seems weird to me because i just don't think most black people are not gonna have that experience most black people will tell you no 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 no. i was aware of racism and how it was clearly affecting my life differently than other people from a very young age and not once i got on set i was like hold up (laughs) i don't got as many lines as the white people you know i don't think that's how it happens for us right and i think that my thing too just gonna keep this real and my insecurities you're a white woman talking and you say this is like racism and when you say like i hear the same i'm like bitch it ain't the same it's not it is not the same you just woke up i'm from the time i am born i don't just wake up to this so yes there are parallels but bitch you're talking about apples and oranges in the reality of this in my mind like like in in my mind just, just i'm just this is my insecurity coming out when i'm talking about this 
you know because for you to say that people go like oh so you trying to say that being a white woman in hollywood just not realizing shit is fucked up it's like being a black person waking up every day realizing the shit's fucked up it's not the same they do have parallels but they're not the same yeah like i said you're the only one that can speak on it from both perspectives i don't have uh i can't i don't have both perspectives yeah but. and i'm gonna tell you right now her choice of words are, are the problem i have i'm i'm, I'm gonna say it like that I, I i do understand what she's saying Mm-hmm. but when you say certain things and you phrase certain things in certain ways people hear certain things particularly coming from a white woman's mouth talking about race here's a okay here's how i view it too if you look at her word choice what she's saying is i woke up to how i to seeing racism later in life because she didn't have that experience she's white true like listen to how she worded, worded it you're aware of it like she keep in mind she's talking about racism and sexism at the same time right not saying they're equal talking about her realization of them existing and affecting people's lives you're aware of it but one day you go oh my god it's everywhere so she's like in my opinion that sounds like a a white person going oh shit this racism shit is is why i've never had to consider it because it doesn't affect my life right this racism shit is in everything you know whether it's you know the privilege i have all this shit the 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 my friends that are affected by it and all that stuff but you're also a person who typically is a person that uh pushes it out like you're a producer of it you're a you exist in it but you're also a person that benefits from it you're also a person that um you know will uh you know that can do something racist and shit like that I think that's how she sounds like she's speaking from both perspectives almost as the person that is the uh i'm unaware because i'm um uh, an an agent of, of 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 white supremacy as well like i mean and and also in sexism she's like and i'm and i became aware of sexism because i'm looking at it the same way like one day i just go oh my god it's affecting everything it's deeper than i thought i had always had like a understanding of like racism exists sexism exists i didn't think about i spent 12 hours on set and john snow sends eight i didn't think about it if we have a scene together in a script i get 13 lines and uh you know uh john snow gets uh 17 lines like i didn't i never looked at it that way she's kind of waking up to it in a way and she's been afforded that that privilege to be able to wake up to it later i just don't think at least with race which is the one of these that i definitely understand uh i definitely ain't have no grace period of being like i'm 25 <gasps> racism is real one day i realize it's everywhere like you know you knew i knew that shit the time i bit a kid's finger in in fucking kindergarten like that kid put his finger in my face and uh called me names and then put his finger in my mouth and was like because i said if you put your finger in my mouth i'm gonna, if you put your finger in my face i'm gonna fucking bite it and uh he kept doing it and until i bit his finger and i got in trouble you know and like so so uh but it's that but it's that thing where it's like i became aware of how when the teacher reacted to me she didn't she reacted in a way that was like i like i was a fucking animal you know what i mean and that's when i was like oh this is different i've seen other kids misbehave i've seen other kids 
fight people and it wasn't like this like this bit so i became aware at whatever five six or something um that's the kind of thing that i think is different in this is uh i can't imagine like maybe you can go through your life and be that privileged as a black person or even a white person but i can't imagine coming to that so late in life and being like it's everywhere y'all um anyway go ahead yeah because like i say you actually have to be in a privileged spot uh to even get there and and i and i think that's my thing because you're in a privileged spot you and and like everybody you only see things through your eyes so you can't perceive or fathom somebody else's uh experience so mm. you know i do understand what she's saying and yes there are some parallels i'm not knocking that at all i do think the choice of words should have been different because a lot of people use like and they really don't mean like they mean i'm comparing the two things you know instead of just saying i think they're the same people use that word like in there to substitute for i think that they're the same Mm. all right that's interesting because it's funny i would probably if i was uh asked about certain shit i would probably phrase it the opposite way you see what i'm saying like if somebody said what do you think um depending on who i'm trying to relate to i i because i do that all the time i use what people have like if i'm talking to a white woman that doesn't get something about race i will be like well what is the analogy set in a sexism sense in a misogyny sense can you can you relate to that for example if um if i say look the police stopped me the other day and i know they stopped me because i'm black and the white woman goes well how, how do you know that you did someone did a crime you weren't just fitting the description da, 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 da. and i'm like i know because i'm black and i know because i've experienced this da, 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 right and she just doesn't get it then i can be like okay uh have you ever had somebody uh like a dude um beep his horn at you while you're walking down the street and it's like yeah i've had that happen it's like okay it's it's typically sexual harassment street harassment something like that right how do you know that if i if i started going how do you know that he you don't look like a friend of his how do you know that you would be like uh the fuck you mean i don't know this nigga and i know because i'm a woman i don't had the horn beeped at me by strangers enough to know that it's just some dude with his dick in his hand that like it so is that i I can work within the analogies because that's how i see life but at the same time i can understand how if i were to say um if i were to work at it the backwards angle which is to be like uh well you know um it's what is it like dealing with racism well it's like dealing with sexism one day you wake up and you realize everybody's sexist and people will be like what the fuck are you talking about like i said it's it's just you have to flip it you talk about what you do know rather than talk about what you don't know because she don't know what racism is like not personally Mm-mm. she don't know how to navigate that world because you don't the thing she doesn't understand about racism is you don't get the luxury of getting to be 26 and then go <gasps> for most people come on you 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 know it's uh a lot of things are stripped from a really really early age you know children are taught you know to be quote-unquote politically correct even so even though parents think they're teaching their children these things 
for their safety, you also teaching children politically correct, like don't wear sneakers in grocery stores. I'm just telling you the things I've heard. Don't wear sneakers in grocery stores. You know, things like, uh, you know, when you're in public, don't be running because somebody going to think you stole something. You yep. know, and people don't really think about these things, mm-hmm. but a lot of people kind of drill this into their children at a very, 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 very young age. And it makes the children look around and be like, well, other children are allowed to do these things, but I have to sit here and keep quiet and shut up and quote unquote behave when I look at these other children and children and children aren't stupid. They will realize that there is a difference. And I understand even some of the best of parents do this quote unquote the safety, even, even little things like, Hey, if you, if, if you have something in your hand, put it in my pocketbook when we go into the store, cause I don't want nobody to accuse you of stealing. Well, ain't that but candy? You don't understand. You doing this will cause all of us to end up going to jail. Right. You know. And you can't help but as a black woman to go there regardless of what she says. Like I said, this is why black men are a bridge. You see what I'm saying? Because, like, my experience, I don't I don't have the uh, instant flash of, like, anger at the, at this because I'm like, oh yeah i have to navigate the world sometimes like this by making comparisons because i don't know i don't know what it's like to be lgbtq um i get mad when i see certain shit is unfair me too but i also but i can't but i won't pretend to know what it feels like i don't know what it feels like right you know um i think she did the disservice of the way she described it making it seem like she knows what racism feels like right she don't you know anyway zero to a hundred a hundred and that's why i rebut because it's one right. of these things where i'm like I, I understand what you're saying and and i comprehend what you're saying words mean things and choices of words and how you phrase them and put them together mean things and particularly when you uh are in the world where everybody kind of scrutinizes and looks at you certain ways and things like that you know um it's one of these things where I do understand what you're saying. I think it should have been phrased differently because it was phrased the way it phrased. It, w- it was phrased. And when me and my insecurities come to the, I'm not trying to lie. I heard the same. Yeah. I, I mean, this why I show so dope. You know, I, I didn't even, I thought this was a, uh, 60 second. <laughs> oh. art. When I, when I saved this article, I was like, we'll talk about this for six seconds and move to the next story. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of shit at play when she, you say shit like that. So I'm assuming you'll be boycotting Game of Thrones. Not so sure, you... will not. <laughs> uh, I give it a hundred just because it fucked with you. I, I don't, uh, you know, I was, I was because the thing is, there's a lot of uh, uh, white folks that fuck up that can perform and act. Because uh, if that's the case, there's a lot of shit that people watch that they wouldn't watch. If your favorite person keep fucking up and you be like, I'm not gonna watch that TV show. What the hell are y'all gonna be watching? Yeah, I give it a hundred because because uh, it fucked with you. Uh, I felt I felt like it was a fifty or a twenty five, but I don't know. After seeing that reaction, now it seemed like a hundred to me. Yeah, and like I said, a lot of it had to do with phrasing, and a lot of it had to do with my initial response to to no, it's just what fun- I heard. It's funny. It's just funny because not funny. Ha ha. Right. It's just that's just how life is. Like uh, I remember reading this whole article and being like, I mean, she said like it's a comparison. She obviously don't know what the fuck racism feels like, so uh i i mean she's saying it from the perspective of a person that benefits from it you know what i'm saying and i'm like but i also as a man benefit from sexism and misogyny sometimes it, it you know if you get deeper into it you 
it's really detrimental for men to to have these quote-unquote advantages and it really hurts men in general um but you know men fucking set that system up um anyway the point being um i just remember thinking to myself like yeah I, i wouldn't have said it that way but i see what she's saying that any level of privilege is comparable to some other type of privilege it just ain't the same but yes it's like dealing with two different you know she could have said it's like being gay it could have said it's like this the problem was she don't know what the fuck one of those is <laughs> so <laughs> yeah and that becomes so a that, that's why you get the hundred all right Mike. get out niggers immigrant doctors awaken to trump fueled racist graffiti on south carolina home friday a nigerian american couple awoke to find graffiti that evoked both a racial slur and the name of the president in the driveway of their house hmm. where they lived for 18 years yeah don't say they've had the same neighbors for all fucking 18 years according to the charlotte observer tox and ayatunde ayodele uh told uh i mean two nigerian immigrants who share a physician practice in rock hill south carolina how many white people have come in there to get some shit done come on uh in 2017 you don't expect that they said they woke up to this uh to this schism on their driveway the tox the 64 year old wife of the couple told observer we're a couple that minds our business we help people in the neighborhood any way that we can it makes you wonder and doubt if people are really true and genuine with us in 18 years i've never felt not wanted toxic told the local news channel wcnc trump get out niggers the graffiti in the driveway read uh Ayodele, the Oyodele said that although they've been recipients of racism before nothing compared to that graffiti and that the use of the president's name was telling yeah wonder what that means must be a coincidence mm. yep yeah. for some reason just more racist shit has happened since november and nobody can put a finger on why Mm-mm, nobody if only obama would have said russia hacked america all the racist people would have said oh for real Mm-mm. i had almost been racist but you had said and now i know better don't you fall for that trap when people think that they can use the president to pass bigotry on to you it says a lot about where we are that people are counting on that to show hatred to their neighbor the couple reported the incident to the police who advised them to install a camera to catch the person responsible if they come back of course because we ain't gonna catch them it's your responsibility they also told them that beyond filing a report there wasn't much they could do after the incident the couple's neighborhood helped them document the graffiti and offered emotional support if we remain silent and do nothing we're as guilty as the hateful person who wrote this message neighbor bonnie walsh wrote in a post on social network next door documenting the racist vandalism we must actively resist hatred towards our neighbors zero to a hundred a hundred yep a hundred my thing is what if it wasn't racism has anybody thought about that what the hell was it then it could have been another black person in the neighborhood telling them to go see the movie get out think about it trump ain't in good out get out niggas because of trump see what i'm saying go see get it on blu-ray it comes out it came out on blu-ray get out niggas it's the the trump make you want to see that movie maybe nope Mm -hmm. no okay disagree Mm -mm. um i'm 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 not um nope Uh, i'm just presenting another possibility karen mm -hmm. that's all you and your alternative facts i'm just i'm just i didn't say it was a fact this is just a theory 
okay i'm just presenting okay all all the sides okay Mm-mm, i don't want that side okay well speaking of sides a white beauty blogger is uh we got to see both sides for her she's being called racist for the challenge okay what's the chocolate challenge her name is vika shapo she is facing her harsh criticisms online in response to a racially insensitive game she attempted to start on youtube and has since apologized in a photo posted to her instagram the white blogger and her friend cover half their faces with chocolate to deepen the color of their skin although chapel referred to it as the chocolate challenge people have been calling out as being blackface so make they make up half their face look like a black woman and of course you know the other half of the face is just their regular white self is it showing up in the chat not not yet oh shit okay publishing took too long give me a second guys let's see if i can get it on screen this time uh you you have to see the pictures to believe this shit it is truly something uh i i need the chat room to see so give me a second to bring it up there we go what yeah yeah they're like neapolitan ice cream are you serious mm-hmm. they do look like that ice cream don't they with the chocolate on one side and they did the neck they went all the way down to the neck white people have no fucking bound with this blackface shit i just don't understand is what's so appealing about the blackface man it must be me that don't understand because every year we cover dozens and dozens of incidents of white people being like i have to paint my face and act black i there's no to do it at the church like it's just how every halloween it's just they can't possibly they can't leave it alone it's not like you're gonna get rich doing no one's like right oh girl did you see what that white woman did yeah she painted her face black girl Ooh, we better hire her for our campaign like everybody's like what if you want to show off your work and how you do black skin and how great your shit maybe get a model and do a black woman's makeup and then take a picture of her face come on you know if you want to show how your special effects are maybe uh make up your face like a zombie you know maybe a celebrity that's not black like it's yet no one gets rewarded for doing this yeah she's what something fun is coming to youtube i don't know if there's a challenge like this but we haven't seen it so i oh god oh god you know why you haven't seen it do you know why you haven't seen this challenge do you know why you haven't seen this challenge because it's fucking racist that's why you haven't seen this challenge because everybody with good sense was like nah nah nah. but but what i am gonna do is get on these acoustic guitars but i what i won't do is paint my face the black the black face challenge uh she said we're calling it the chocolate challenge come watch us perform in deep chocolate skin tones from our pasted pale transform i'm sorry transform oh i'm about to say what is we performing transform just as bad right they even put in brown contacts uh what how is this okay guys i don't know something fun's coming to oh my god it's gonna be so fun did they put up the youtube page or did they do they got a picture of them eating some uh some watermelon too to just go along with it one eat watermelon one eat fried chicken right chocolate challenge past the texas pete uh the photo was soon reposted by youtuber arnell armand who pointed out the offensive nature of the picture something that chapel didn't catch on to though the rest of the internet has Amon's post has aggregated more than 70 replies from angry follows followers as well as the post by critic jasmine brown 
uh this challenge doesn't exist because people have common sense the disrespect <laughs> come on oh man she later came out chapel and said i simply wanted to see how i looked in a deeper skin tone i wasn't aware of the whole blackface concept before people began co- you know what she just hadn't listened Mm-mm. to uh amelia because if she would have listened to our amelia she would have found out racism is just like sexism it's everywhere you <gasps> what it's it's so sism out here it's these isms nobody told me about none of these isms i didn't know y'all was out here doing this oh i would have been stopped Mm-mm. i would like to apologize to the I people i don't believe you ma'am i like to apologize to the people that were hurt or offended by my past and Mm-mm. it won't happen again Mm-mm. i don't accept your apology Mm-mm-mm. first mahisa and now this meanwhile some of social media have been expressing disappointment oh you know what she tried to go to that rachel dola's house school and only got half done <laughs> girl you got to finish Legends. the whole <laughs> you got to finish the whole thing <laughs> girl you gotta flip over turn yourself to the other side mm-hmm. oh my god she looks a motherfucking plum ass fool right they do crazy you know they curled their hair too on purpose uh, yeah, you know, you they, know, they, they, you know they got a perm right to make that shit curl. Mm-hmm. Girl, we did some planning. Mm-hmm. That's your that's your way of mimicking black people hair. Mm-hmm. Oh man, gonna fuck your hair up. Terrible, disgusting. Who who thought who 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 gave y'all the eye? whiteness did? Well, this why, nigga. I knew the answer to that. <laughs> right, whiteness. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm surprised they ain't shot the makeup brand. You know what I mean? Mm-mm, cover girl would have been like, Mm-mm, we got a whole line out the Queen Latifah, bitch. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. The chocolate challenge. I challenge y'all to run up on some police in the chocolate challenge. Full face. Let's see what happens then. I love you. To... Everybody won't be a nigga, though. Nobody won't be a nigga, though. Come on. Come mm-hmm. on, dog. Uh, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, one. Uh, two hundred. One hundred each for each of them. Uh, well they only did half their faces so that's 100 <laughs> that's 100 for me too the chocolate challenge y'all for real and then got mad talking about we want to do it up people like um you know um that's why they ain't out here right um i can't believe no one has even thought of this yet karen it's the oh, jigaboo they, challenge they thought about it they, they thought about it it was like nah I just put on acoustic guitar and just seen it. I'm not going to actually paint my face like a nigga. It's the Jigaboo Challenge, y'all. I can't believe we the first people to come up with it. <laughs> we paint our faces and then we start singing old Negro spirituals and making jokes about being coons. It's, it's, it's I, offshoot challenge. How is nobody on YouTube doing this yet? Oh, yeah. I have you got s- some good old-fashioned shoe polish there, boss? We're going to do the Hitler Challenge, y'all. We're going to dress up like Nazis nobody's thought of this i can't believe people aren't i mean i look at least not that i know of huh idiot ah! um a black family gets a racist anonymous letter demanding they mow their ghetto lawn <laughs> oh why is the grass ghetto what the grass ever do to you the grass is like look nigga i'm just green ghetto lawn uh poor grass poor grass that does make it racist because you know if they was white they wouldn't call it a ghetto lawn uh in today's episode i mean yeah it's racist but i, I just feel bad for the poor grass grass shit i'm just growing nigga 
in today's episode of racist neighbors a man named chris sullivan who lives in fishers indiana is calling out the secret racist who left a written letter in his mailbox on wednesday the one-page letter got sullivan's yard claiming it was overgrown with weed no none of your damn business much already this is enough to make you want to punch a mailbox but it gets worse this isn't the ghetto and your home looks trash he wrote the letter a white woman wrote that <laughs> a white woman wrote that can we all agree yeah white man didn't write that yeah you, for my profiling <laughs> my racial racism profiling this is a she picked that straight up out the playbook this is a blonde is that page five page six which, which one you know get, grab the book that they, they showed us when when we turned white this mm. is a blonde or brunette white woman possibly a power walker she Come may on. walk in, she may walk in groups yes blonde every morning she definitely owns a dog that she walks and lets shit on of course puts you, the baby in the stroller the letter you says you may not care what your property looks like but you can at least be respectful enough to mow your lawn and get rid of all the weeds growing around your neighborhood your backyard fence and patio exclamation point this is not the ghetto which is capitalized and your home looks trashy so what do you think people think about you and your family if you well let me be out there races like you it wouldn't matter if my fucking house is the huxable's house you still think we were niggers if you can't take the property uh if you can't take care of your property then maybe you should think about moving into an apartment Ooh, the audacity the cock the, <laughs> the caucasity of this woman <laughs> oh man Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. can't believe this um yeah she says uh i will seek further assistance from fisher's town council if we must and you will be billed for the charges of mowing your lawn weed eating and spraying for weeds which is 140 dollars so wait you gonna get the town council involved in my yard just one yard how small is this town what is what else is on the docket in y'all's town halls that y'all are able to be like you know what dog uh we'll now move to uh to the most pressing news of the day somebody ain't cutting their grass <sighs> what is up with your people karen mm, my people mm-hmm. just like sexism if that grass wouldn't get her wouldn't be in this problem this is just, this is just like sexism to me apparently it's the same as far as i'm concerned i you know. woke up and realized it was all around me just like this pollen <laughs> move back to your sorority to your sorority grass oh. mm. i mean that's a sense of well, right wrong. they know it's wrong to steal and burn down a cvs and an old person's home i mean come on come on so calling them thugs call just call them niggers just call them niggers that's how i feel about this ghetto grass comment just call me a nigger let's get it over with Ryan, you wasting everybody time just because you're a renter doesn't mean ooh, that's what white people love to say just because you're a renter doesn't mean you don't have to follow the same guidelines as other homeowners if you're going to rent a house then you should expect to maintain this property thanks from the neighborhood britain ridge association mm, you know whose responsibility that is do ever owns that home here's my question um is the did y'all do this because vic vic moeller the the manager of the home association said we didn't do this it's in poor taste and terrible judgment uh also if you guys would like to see the yard now here's the thing i even if the yard was looked like the fucking jungle 
it's still fucked up to send this letter to this person right we see the racist undertones but wait till you see the fucking yard uh and this is the other thing i don't know if they just cut the grass that day but uh it's it looked good to me uh and if they did just cut the grass for taking this picture that is the best petty you can possibly have that is magnifique king petty that's what i would do i would call i would cut the fuck out of my grass and then call the news and be like can you believe this racist ass shit i'm dealing with over here but look at this yard though it don't look bad at all like what are they talking about i thought this shit was gonna look like motherfucking predator jungle and shit (sighs) white people racist as fuck man Mm -hmm. yeah he put it on twitter he just put welcome to fishers indiana where they're secret racist this is laughable and yes that's my yard <laughs> i'm gonna retweet that right now Mm-mm-mm. that's sad yeah and uh uh they talking about renters it varies but for most renters the homeowner who rented the house they do shit like that like that's mm-hmm. not your responsibility now some people where a renter does do that but i'm renting this home i do not own this home uh french president emmanuel macron who's everybody's bae you know these days can't do no wrong he's like the uh the white obama the you know everybody when when the french elected him everybody america just head tilted like i mean we had a handsome president ain't that, doing that obama uh uh pick uh he supported yeah, yeah yeah well uh he fucked up emmanuel macron the newly elected french president one of america's liberals top bays of the moment was caught saying some racist things about africa recently speaking at a press conference during the g20 summit oh, over the weekend he said the challenges ago was civilizational and rooted in problems such as mothers having say seven or eight children the comments came after journalists from the ivory coast asked about france's role in sending financial aid to africa macron disputed the idea that foreign dollars can solve deep-seated problems that are civilizational the challenge in africa is very different and much more profound civilizational today what are the problems in africa failed states complex democratic transitions demographic transitions which is as i said this morning one of the essential challenges in africa when countries today have seven to eight children per woman one can use and dispense billions of euros and still stabilize nothing blaming the africans who call some of the planets more impoverished regions their homes is nothing new particularly from leaders of countries that spent hundreds of years ruling countries of the continent the through brutal colonial rule macron who ironically once made headlines for his condemnation of french racism and colonial and colonialism in africa is unfortunately just the latest frenchman to indulge in such racism yeah i remember when president obama first got elected in 2008 it wasn't too long i don't know if it's a g20 or somewhere but he said some similar shit about africa too like i don't know if this the this like uh when uh athletes get jobs on tv and the first thing they have to say is something bad about their team i don't know what it is but uh or just you know uh no matter who you are if you're a president of one of these countries you're still gonna be an imperialist you're still gonna be um you know you're still gonna represent all the ugly shit about your country as well right and a lot of these places they've been colonized they've been you know civil wars you have people constantly taking these places over like people act like this shit is simple well i don't like i don't know enough about africa to even say you know what i mean those are all things i know from being an american all the stereo- all the stereotypes i've learned about africa i know people that are from africa that you know um got pissed when they read this shit you know so i don't even know you know to be honest 
um uh so yeah to say some shit like that yeah anyway zero to a hundred oh wait do we say zero to a hundred for the last one i don't know everybody getting a hundred yeah everybody get a hundred sorry macron but that's a hundred bro you can't be out here shitting on africa like that you know like you don't have no africans in the place that you govern over right um civilizational that sound very much like pull yourself up by your bootstrap shit come on and that's not everywhere (laughs) um all right let's move into some other stuff uh let's play some guests the race guys all right oh shit i need to make a new session we almost we only got 13 minutes all right we'll see what we can do with this let's do some guests the race and uh we'll get into that let's see now that it's time for some guests the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guests the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course uh they're all races guess the race is brought to you by loot crate loot crate is a monthly mystery crate filled with all kinds of exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises in the world craig Go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt. Get $3 off of any new subscription. Um, last month in June, I, uh, opened up the box and I got a, uh, Spider-Man, um, figure that is sitting on my shelf right now. And it was cool because I was going to see amazing, uh, to see Spider-Man Homecoming, which was amazing, spectacular, mm-hmm. and superior. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh it made me feel good to be able to take that picture before i left my house like look at me looking at spider-man about to go witness the greatest spider-man movie of all time uh so yeah i think uh it's moments like that that are dope you know whether it's putting on my rick and morty socks to go play basketball and people being like is that rick and morty i'm like that is rick and morty what's up my nerd because you never know uh-huh. never know who's a nerd till you till you're hanging out with them that's true so uh yeah man uh loot crate definitely takes care of you six to eight items a month twenty dollars a month and that less than twenty dollars a month and that also uh varies per box because you can get the loot crate dx which has some cool ass gear and the collectibles you can get loot wear which has the best fucking wearable items and shirts and socks and shit uh it's so worth it i've never felt gypped by i've never felt ripped off by a box um so uh yeah man make sure you guys get it uh lootcrate.com slash tbgwt enter code tbgwt and get three dollars off of any new subscription all right let's get into um some guest the race guys um how about this one a man kills prison pen pal after, and her boyfriend less than a month after his release, says the cops. Oh, shit. An Ohio man has been accused of viciously butchering a woman who he wrote to while behind bars, as well as her boyfriend a month after his prison release. Um, Thomas Nuff, 42, was charged with aggravated murder in the stabbing deaths of 65-year-old John Mann Ooh, and fit- Mm-hmm. and 50 year old regina capabanco bianco uh who badly decomposed bodies were found in man's home uh man and copper 
no you said they've decomposed yeah so they've been there for a while man and Capo bianco who were in a romantic relationship picked up enough from the correct lorraine correctional institution on april 11th marking the first time the three had come face to face damn man they became friends with the inmate and dude even picked them up from jail wow when they picked them up from prison it was the first time they met uh Coppa bianco met enough through a prison pen pile program that connected the pair while they were separately serving time in prison oh so she was in prison too Nuff had been serving more than 15 years for a myriad of charges, including aggravated robbery with a firearm, safe cracking and breaking and entering. They went on to write each other for about 10 years. Nuff went back with Capa Bianco and Man to Man's home in Nailwood Road in Parma Heights, uh, which Sharschmidt said was under foreclosure and had been targeted on several drug and prostitution investigations that ultimately yielded no criminal charges. Uh, by May 11th, Man and Capa Bianco were dead. Both had been stabbed several times in the neck and shoulder. He put them in the bedroom together and was still there for approximately a week living there. Wow. So he lived with the bodies for a week. Police discovered the bodies on June 21st. Oh, nearly, I can't imagine what that smelled like. Nearly a month after Copy Bianco's sister reported her missing. Officials said it took several uh, trips to find the remains in the home, which was in such bad shape it was believed to have been abandoned once we determined we should do a thorough check we had to move him to get to her a knife believed i've been using the kills was found at the home they're still working to determine a motive a motive behind the uh grizzly slayings uh nuff was arrested may 31st in connection with break-ins at a hair salon and a nail salon where registers are stolen after the business front doors were shattered um he had been cooperative with police but did not provide a motive for the killings and has invoked his right to an attorney he's made statements to the effect that she was not who he thought he was uh what uh he talked to us about coming forward saying it's self-defense nothing points to that yeah he played it not guilty in arraignment on monday guess the race white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what y'all say in the chat um white all right uh scroll down police search it search for a black suspect before reluctantly arresting him Aww. where'd they go who the black people that did this 10-year prison pn pal white this is too cob white um the correct answer is they were all white Yeah. Oh, somebody said one who thought there were too many black women on spider-man <laughs> that's a good one yeah uh oh it's not showing the hold on let me refresh real quick guys uh it's not showing the uh it's not showing the chat the uh picture hate when that happens but yeah they were white man um that's wild because you know uh the prison pen pal playing you know that's some i mean who knows who knows what that could have been right like y'all got that tight that close you picked them up from prison took them to your crib and now y'all dead less than a month later shit mom you know and it sound like the house was a dirty ass shack uh so you know 
it sounded like nothing good was going on in there period you know they thought it was abandoned when they came up and couldn't find the bodies after several trips like shit right everything about that story sounds fucking horrible man come on uh but yeah here's their picture uh he's in the middle in a small box so i'll see if i can make it bigger is uh is it showing mm-hmm. yeah that's him in the orange box right mm-hmm. there and that's both of them the two people that died they was old to be wow all of them white too a bunch of damn white criminals Mm-mm-mm. you don't see that often in these streets uh all right let's Get go your to your life together pull yourself up by your bootstraps mm-hmm. uh let's see how about this one a fight over star wars and star trek led to an assault oh shit daenerys daenerys beefing uh oklahoma city uh police say a fight over star trek and star wars led to an assault in the metro jerome Dwayne white 23 was arrested july 1st on a complaint of assault and battery possession of outstanding oklahoma county warrants oklahoma city police department reports show that white and another man were in the living room of an apartment um when they began arguing if star wars or star trek was better the victim told police he became frustrated and stated you're just a trick before walking back to his room white allegedly ah! followed the man and shoved him to the ground the victim got back up and told police he stated you want to replay that and was once again shoved to the ground police say white then wrapped his arms around the victim's neck and began choking him the victim was nearly unconscious when he pulled out a pocket knife white let go and reached for the knife cutting himself he then left the room police later arrested white and booked him in oklahoma county jail guess the race i was gonna go white but i'm going black black for jerome white mm-hmm. all right let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe uh dark side black black girls didn't like me because i was nerdy black oh people who constantly get mistaken for russell westbrook Aww. shaking my head they probably never gave you niggas nerd they should have never gave you niggas nerd shit obi white kenobi okc niggas white john luke picard white they believe captain cisco was an affirmative action hire white jerome the correct answer is they were black (laughs) how did so many of y'all get that because of the phrase that they were you a trick white folks don't talk like that that's a good point some of y'all did miss it though i wonder if that star fight music came on you don't want none of this homeboy a woman is convicted of soliciting firefighter husband's killing a firefighter's mm -hmm, a firefighter's wife uh is accused of uh soliciting her firefighter husband's killing to collect a hundred thousand dollars in insurance money she's a newlywed she's been convicted of aggravated murder in a scheme that was flawed from the start because his ex-wife was still the beneficiary on the policy Mm-hmm. uloma curry walker 45 could receive life in prison without parole for the november 2013 slaying of william walker whom she had married just four months earlier 
jurors deliberated for less than two hours before coming back with the verdict prosecutors said curry walker was nearing financial ruin after running up tens of thousands of dollars in debt when she asked her then 17 year old daughter and the daughter's boyfriend to find someone to kill her husband so she could collect the insurance money wow but a police investigation found that her plan had a glaring problem from the outset her husband had not yet changed the beneficiary on the insurance policy from his ex-wife's name to curry walker's when he was killed so it was the ex-wife who received the money Testimony show, uh, showed that Curry Walker gave a boyfriend, Chad Padgett, $1,000 down payment to carry out the slaying. Padgett contacted his cousin, Chris Hine, who initially failed in his attempt to kill Walker. Aww. He then turned to Ryan Doherty. The runner? Right? Meet me. He then turned to Ryan Doherty to ca- carry out the killing. Uh, he did get him killed. Uh, prosecutor said Doherty ambushed Walker and shot him four times. He returned home from getting fast food. Curry Walker had requested. So it was a setup she and her husband were packing the night he was killed for a move to a house they had purchased outside cleveland the daughter Paget hine and doherty testified against curry walker as a trial uh, at trial as part of a plea deal for their roles in a murder conspiracy of course they turned on you use a bunch of teenagers to do a fucking killing stupid uh hine agreed to sentence of 18 years of life Paget 28 years of life and doherty 23 years of life um uh, prosecutors agreed not to seek adult charges against curry walker's daughter she will instead spend a month in juvenile detention center that's it the daughter testified to try to her mother told her no one will believe i would hire a bunch of kids to kill someone when i know people that could yeah no one believe it because it's so stupid which is why you shouldn't have done it curry walker wrote a confession the day she surrendered to police that she killed her husband because he was abusive of course this shit gonna be on snap her attorneys did not call any witnesses to testify that walker was violent towards his wife uh so that'll be the retrial cleveland.com reported that one of curry walker's attorneys pointed to discrepancy in the witness testimony during closing arguments and suggested the daughter had devised the murder scheme oh they tried to frame the daughter girl you tried everything neither of her attorneys returned the telephone messages seeking comment i will get y'all's guesses on the race when we come back because we're over the time limit uh but karen what's your guess before we move into there i say white karen's going white we'll be right back and we'll see if she's right guys i'll ask y'all again then yeah um mm. yeah yeah this day that's shoes i look everybody going down and you know what teenagers don't keep secrets i know i don't know when people gonna learn how many articles we read somebody try to fuck a teenager teenager tell everybody yeah, somebody try to somebody try to do something teenager gotta die right teenager put it on snapchat teenager put it on youtube it's on instagram right this generation got so many tools to tell their business i don't know why you would try to do a damn right. conspiracy to commit murder with these motherfuckers ain't no way right y'all gonna get caught right you talking about uh particularly uh with uh this generation everything about their life is recorded so yeah it's, it's digitally going somewhere all right guess the race guys in the chat uh now that we're back uh if you already guessed guess again because i didn't get to read it sorry about that yeah um, start rolling over might take them a few seconds yeah um so yeah uh we'll get out and sell the rights to a feature movie for millions forever felling up white uh, kim possible says white uh uses their kids as hitman as hitman white says ace noir um i would have gotten away with it if it weren't for them stupid kids white economic anxiety is a bitch white says nail everybody's going white on this one all right hitman called up by her first name i'm assuming that's white. <laughs> yeah that's white that's okay. white the correct answer is black oh. 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 
yeah nobody oh, got the it crowd got rowdy let me tell you why you should have went black on this one guys his insurance policy was in his ex-wife's name that's some black shit <laughs> that is some black ass shit ain't it just i mean he got a secret family too like what else is going on uh yeah this is her in jail i mean in court um and that's him he was black the black fireman look at him by his truck man this is gonna be a good episode of snap man this is her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend the one that couldn't get the killing done and then these are the two people they hired and the white boy is the one that went through and got the killing done because leave it to a white man to kill somebody black they've been doing it for centuries getting it right every time uh so yeah there you guys go let's see um let's get into some sore ratchetness guys we'll get out of here this is gonna be a short show tonight we started late but uh it's all good we've been doing so many podcasts yes we have and we got some more to do this week mm-hmm <laughs> was injured in a reported sword attack in a casey kansas city suburb uh they're investigating a sword attack uh to an injured that injured a man in kansas city the police say a victim of the incident uh shortly before 4 a.m monday was treated at the hospital for injuries not considered life-threatening the alleged assailant was arrested uh no additional uh details were provided there was no immediate word about charges that was a short one damn uh i thought was gonna get more than that um actually you know what guys this has been a pretty pretty somber episode it's been pretty down um i think we should get do something fun okay okay what you want to do we're gonna end this thing let's end something on a good note okay how about this do i see another word i don't know got it here go 12 bar gucci man got nine stars we call him five star five star nigga that's a five star chick that's a 645 that's that new m6 pay a bill get a hell fix might even pay a rent and the way she give it to me best money i can't even lie i'm so super high do not not keep her unless she is fly Man, a thug, see, yo, this is a girl. See, she love me, now she love you, not now. All bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, look a Gucci girl and meet me. If you can find a five star hotel, you can beat me. That's a five star. That's a five star. And that's a five star. If your credit go hot, beat your nails, stay flat. Keep your juice box wet. Your head something fire, you a five star. And you a five star. And you a five star. You a. Alright. Yeah, we that jamming a long time. We got a groupie tail, guys. We got what? One of these groupies got out here and fucked one of these niggas and told all these business. Let's do it, dog. It's been too long. I know, right? Tails. 
Quavo likes the bad and bougie girls in Houston. Oh, shit. It's everyone's favorite baller alert feature. Groupie Tales are back. Last year, we got Groupie Tales about Quavo and Offset Amigos. You can read about those. We read them last year. Now it's time. Now it looks like we got yet another tale about Quavo. Read it below. Disclaimer. Groupie Tales are submitted by our readers. We cannot confirm 100% accuracy of any story posted. Want to share your story? Email 118 You can remain anonymous. October 21st, 2016. Oh, she started with that date. What is this? This is new. Ah! <laughs> the damn dear diary dick diary (laughs) october 21st 2016 here's how it happened the migos performed at texas southern university after the performance they wait after the performance they were getting ready to leave my friend and i knew they were going out the side door so we stood inside by the door listen these groupies came prepared now see i applaud i applaud this okay like the preparation it takes the heist of the dick that they pulled Mm -hmm. do you see what i'm saying they know the routine they was in that bitch like tom cruise and mission impossible i bet they had wires from the ceiling suspended with goggles catching they sweat from hitting the floor like i feel like they had a whole setup you know it was like set it off but for some dick come on my friends and i knew they were going out the side door so we stood inside by the door my friends are scary though i'm bold as fuck i don't care when they went (laughs) when they went to walk past us i introduced myself they stopped and spoke for a while since it was three of them and three of us not including their bodyguards and their little crew quavo was the first to say they had to go but he gave me his number and i told it told me shoot him a text around 12 1201 i was sending a text <laughs> 1201 i'll make you wait a minute she I said got a second longer i ain't no hoe i ain't giving up no i ain't texting you at 12 1201 though i will die that 60 seconds makes all the difference mm-hmm. you know steve harvey got a 90 day rule she got a 90 second rule he asked did we want to link with but my friends were being lame i told him just me I told him I lived on campus at TSU, so that's where he came and got me from. I'm guessing it was a rental car, but it was nice. I was fresh out the shower. And when I got in the car, front seat, because it was just us, he was like, damn, you smell good. I was like, I'm a girl. How am I supposed to smell? Then he got the air on, full blast, freezing me. We were the radio. As he was driving, I was looking out the window, nervous as fuck. He then he asked me, did i smoke i said yeah so we smoked while we were riding we first i'm kind of surprised he drives his car and because normally movie procedure is you send a, a homeboy to pick her up or you uber her but you, you know it's pretty much you come to the hotel and get this dick then you leave this is kind of romantic even we went to saint regis hotel on briar oaks i had never been to a real nice hotel like that before when we pulled up i thought he would be all stuck up and valet park his car but he didn't he took me up to his room and it was so amazing it was like a house in a hotel when you first walk in to your left it's this coat closet and a little farther down to the right it's this really huge master bathroom all set and takeoff was sitting in there talking but i only saw one bed i was confused at first but there was a hallway on the side i guess that led to their beds 
so keep in mind i'm high as fuck i go in the bathroom and try to sober up because now i'm paranoid because i'm the only girl i was thinking like what if they are what if they think i'm trying to flip you know have sex with all of them ah, okay. so quavo knocked on the door i said yeah he opened the door and walked in then closed it behind him he asked me was i good i'm trying to act like he a regular guy so i'm just like yeah i'm okay i said knocked on the door and say something and i don't know what what was what because they got their own little code to speak in quavo laughed then say nah we good here i come he turns around kissing my mouth real quick then said that's a million dollar kiss don't tell nobody and walks out the bathroom she told everybody Craver. i'm sorry at this point i'm beyond freaked out i was finna tell him i was ready to go home i walked out the bathroom and everybody but Quavo was gone i asked where they went and he said they was hungry and then started laughing like a weirdo so now i'm like yep this nigga crazy ah he tells me i can sit down on the bed that i don't have to stand i was like what kind of game he because i'm not a groupie if he thought otherwise okay you don't get the right in the group of tales and be like i ain't no damn you think i'm just gonna be fucking yes nigga that's the point sorry that's why you wrote right right in right he said he wasn't running no game he said i seen he ain't do relationships because he traveled a lot i was like so you ain't get me here trying to fuck said nah that must be what's on your mind and he laughed again i said so what we gonna do he hands me note and said we could watch tv i put on the disney channel because it's late and that's when all the good stuff on <laughs> shout out to the disney channel and nick tunes at 3 a.m in the morning oh they're trying to disney and chill yes disney and chill we watching that's so raven and i had short songs so i'm cold he must have noticed and told me i can get under the covers i did but i was trying to stay on my side that ain't happened we end up laid up watching tv i started getting sleepy he started rubbing my thigh he was like i know you ain't sleep and kiss my neck he get me hot so i climb on top of him and start kissing and sucking his neck he stopped me and told me he don't leave don't leave no marks if i wanted to i had to do it on his stomach i said nah because it was so close to his stuff he said that is stuff. he said you don't suck i said only if you eat and he was like oh all right which i guess meant no oh it meant no uh he helped me he helped me take my shirt off and was kissing my collarbone when he touched my cat on top of the shorts he said damn you already wet as fuck i just smiled he pulled my shorts and thong off he was like hold on so she had a thong on too come on man you know what it was i just came to watch disney nigga come and on a nigga, you is a chance to fuck Quavo. He only in town for one night. You gotta, I mean, you gotta do it for the story if nothing else. I ain't mad at you. He got out the bed and came back with a condom. He unbuttoned his shirt and his belt. Then he slid his pants down. At this time, I'm rethinking, should I do this? He pulled his meat out through the hole in his boxes, and I'm like, yep, do it. Ah! <laughs> yeah, you know it's romantic when they go through the hole in the boxes, guys that's when it's love making ain't nothing like it woo woo dick through the boxes mm-hmm. that tony ever ready style mm-hmm. shout out to my porn creeps ah! he put that condom on and it was started he knew just what to do too 
when he was hitting it from the back he was pulling my hair then i was riding it when offset and takeoff walked in quavo flipped us and threw the covers over us offset and takeoff laughing it was like okay okay we leaving and i hear the door open and close we finished i'm laying down to falling asleep i'm laying down falling asleep and quavo went and took a shower he wake me up when he got out and told me he was finna drop me off at home while he was driving me home he asked was i hungry i said no when we got back back on campus he told me text him as soon as i stepped in the door which i did we stayed in contact when he when he in houston he hits my phone when i heard he was talking to chris brown x i asked him about it he claimed it wasn't like that but when i asked was they fucking he asked what that had to do with anything <laughs> niggas <laughs> <laughs> he was like what that got to do with anything i told you i ain't want a relationship why you bring up old shit right so i told him if he fucking her put me on with luchi and i guess that pissed him off and we don't talk no more truth is i miss him though uh comments jd says not put me on with luchi uh, who's, who's luchi i don't know who's a luchi y'all mm-hmm. susan luchi is that i don't know is that a cigar what's a luchi is that like uh, another version of gucci i don't know that's the kind of drug I, you know I, i'm old i don't know none of the young folks slang yfn luchi rashawn lamar bennett better known as the stage name yfn luchi is an american rapper from atlanta georgia in 2014 signed a record deal with think it's a game entertainment and releases debut mixtape wish me well okay good to know now there i know go. what a luchi is it's 26 years old shima says i loved your story friend every bit of it Cat says, when you know the girl who's in the story, because you went to TSU. She didn't even go to TSU. Her best friend did. Then I remember her being really drunk that night. Damn, Cat spilling all the tea. Mariah says, another ass dry purse story. Listen, some of these women be, I, y'all gotta make up y'all mind. Because if they try to get some money, y'all get mad at them. If they don't get no money, you get mad at them too. You I know. Win. I know it can be hard to ask a man for money without appearing like a thirsty gold digger. Uh, nigga, hard, impossible. If I fuck you the first night we meet and then you turn around and ask for some money, ain't no other way to look at it. It's not no, uh, you know what? I could use a couple hundred dollars too, by the way. Like, nah, you gonna look what? You gonna look like either a sex worker or a gold digger or a pro, like you gonna look something bad, quote unquote, in these dudes' eyes. And you know that, but here's the thing for most of the time you already look bad in their eyes because they don't respect women so you might as well try to get something anyway but he's getting what he wants so why shouldn't you why are you assuming that she wanted the money though isn't that interesting yeah i think some of these groupies just be wanting the story in the dick for some of them that's true yeah i don't know that all of them want to get some money anybody ain't in for the money her actions also didn't align with her word kudos to her for giving us material for another groupie tale but what does she have to show for it optimus dime says apparently quavo didn't get left off bad and bougie <laughs> cracking the fuck up mm-hmm. and of course hating ass terrell jones sorry it's been so long since i did this y'all i'm out of practice so you like that so raving bitch well guess what's in your future ass eating all night long if you fuck with me oh lord oh no what does that even have to do with anything i don't I guess because he didn't need his ass i mean he he didn't need her ass i i, I, I don't i don't i don't know I'm, I'm, 
is he saying it as a compliment like i love that so raven and i'll eat your ass all night no, if you because, like it no because no raven is mona is, is gay i i don't think that i don't what does that have to do with eating ass though i don't know karen what is going on the line the mind of hating ass terrell jones impossible to follow it is i'm sorry i'm trying to make logic in my bag oh anyway guys uh that's it for this week for today i mean for this episode shout out to the ass eaters out there then yeah we will be back tomorrow until then i love you i love you too